it's 6 p.m. and you are tuned in to your community radio station, KVMR-FM, Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Friday, March 24th. I'm KVMR Youth News Corps alum, Liv Desitels, guest anchoring your KVMR evening news. Kelly Reese returns Monday. We've got a look at your local news and weather forecast before KVMR news intern Julia Jem speaks with Color Me Human board member Rick Partridge about the upcoming screening of the documentary Refuge at the Nevada Theater Sunday, March 26th. Then KVMR's Felton Pruitt Boogie Woogies with Mitch Woods, a jump rhythm and blues pianist and singer whose rock-a-boogie energy will be felt in the Starlet Room at Harlow's in Sacramento next Wednesday, March 29th. The California Report's coming up. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. A proposal from Governor Gavin Newsom to crack down on oil industry profits passed the state Senate yesterday and will now move to the Assembly. Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon reports. The proposal has evolved since Newsom first called for an oil industry windfall tax last fall. The current version would empower the California Energy Commission to impose a maximum oil refining profit margin and a penalty against companies that exceed it. It would also create new oversight and transparency measures. Oil industry and business groups oppose the measure. Eloy Garcia with the Western States Petroleum Association says it would place another burden on a heavily regulated industry. Refiners do leave the state. California puts policies in place that do chase out energy producers. It has happened. It will happen again. Most Democratic lawmakers voted in favor of the measure on the Senate floor, calling it an improvement over its previous version. But there were some lingering questions about whether it would actually lead to lower gas prices. Senator Dave Min is a Democrat from Orange County. There is no question in my mind, or I think anyone looking at this rationally, that the market's not working. And we have to fix it. And this may not fix it in a single shot. Uh, but is a damn good start. Environmental and consumer groups support the bill, pointing out oil companies brought in record profits last year, while drivers in some areas paid upwards of seven or eight dollars per gallon. Newsom's office says the goal is to get the bill through the legislature by the end of the month. For the California Report, I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento. A new bill would make California the first state in the nation to protect against caste discrimination. Caste is a social hierarchy based on birth or descent, and those born at the bottom of the hierarchy, known as Dalits or the untouchable, often face workplace educational and housing discrimination. SB 403 was introduced by State Senator Aisha Wahab, the first Muslim and Afghan American elected to the state legislature. As California becomes increasingly diverse, our policies and our laws need to stretch further and deeper in protecting more people from basic discrimination. Last month, Seattle became the first city in the U.S. to ban caste discrimination. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation. Accepting nominations now for the 2024 James Irvine Foundation Leadership Awards at irvineawards.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. 
since last week, we've been covering a March Madness-style tournament happening on Twitter to vote for California's best city. And we're down to the finals. During the last round, in an upset, San Diego beat Los Angeles with nearly 59% of the vote. San Diego will face off against San Francisco, which beat Santa Cruz by a slightly wider margin. David Miles Jr. is the owner of San Francisco's roller skating rink, Church of Eight Wheels, and the city's godfather of skate. He says San Francisco is the obvious winner here. San Francisco is just an awesome place to live. You don't even need to go on vacation in San Francisco because all you need to do is just go to another neighborhood. So true, David. To participate in the last round of voting, head to Twitter at mnolangray. And that's the California Report for Friday, March 24th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Christopher Beal, Catherine Monahan, Jim Bennett, Brendan Willard, and Danny Bringer. Our producers are Izzy Bloom, Juan Carlos Lara, Daphne Young, and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Now, turning our attention to today's local news. UBINET has crafted a survey catering to the infrastructure needs of Nevada County during the lull between storm and fire season. The iAsk survey provides county residents a chance to communicate their grievances regarding infrastructure improvements, which will be shared to local elected officials and department heads to hopefully incite change within our community. The iAsk survey can be found at ubinet.com. Let's take a look at your forecast from the National Weather Service. Expect cold mornings through Sunday with another winter storm headed our way next week. That storm brings significant mountain travel impacts as it moves through the area. Snow-covered roads and travel delays are possible with the heaviest snow expected in the mountains on Tuesday. Lower elevations in the foothills have a chance of seeing snow on Wednesday. The National Weather Service has issued a frost advisory in effect early Saturday and Sunday mornings for the foothills and Sacramento Valley region. Expect temperatures below freezing, particularly chilly mornings. The coldest temperatures will be on Sunday. This is when frost is expected to be most widespread. Frost could kill sensitive outdoor vegetation, especially fruit trees. For those in Grass Valley and Nevada City, tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 28 degrees. Saturday, sunny with a high near 48. Winds could gust as high as 18 miles per hour. Saturday night is clear with a low around 26 degrees. Sunday, Sunny with a high near 49 degrees. Sunday night will be clear with a low around 29. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 12 degrees. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high near 32. Saturday will be partly cloudy with a low around 10 degrees. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 33. Sunday night will be partly cloudy with a low around 11. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm watch in effect from Monday evening through Wednesday afternoon for the Truckee Tahoe area. Heavy snow is possible with total snow accumulations of 8 to 16 inches in the Tahoe Basin. Those at elevations above 7,000 feet should prepare for 1 to 3 feet of snow. Snowfall and winds will be strongest from late Monday night through Tuesday afternoon. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight, mostly cloudy with a low of 38 degrees. 
Saturday, with a high near 59. Saturday will be breezy with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. Saturday night is clear with a low around 35 degrees. Sunday, areas of frost between 8 and 9 a.m., otherwise sunny with a high near 59. Sunday night is mostly clear with a low around 36 degrees. You're listening to the Evening News on KVMR. KVMR's news intern, Julia Jem, sits down with Rick Partridge, a Color Me Human board member, to discuss the upcoming screening of the documentary Refuge. The event is serving as a fundraiser for the nonprofit, along with spreading awareness for the issues featured in the film. On March 26, the Onyx Downtown at the Nevada Theater will host a special screening of the documentary Refuge in partnership with Color Me Human, a local nonprofit organization. I spoke with Color Me Human board member Rick Partridge to learn more about the event and what it entails. So on March 26th, the Onyx downtown at the Nevada Theater will be hosting a special screening of the documentary Refuge. Would you mind just giving kind of a more thorough description of what Color Me Human does? Sure, absolutely. Uh, The organization was founded uh, really in February 2020 by uh, Tracy Pepper, the founder and executive director. And the purpose, and in fact, the mission of the organization when it was created, and if you recall early 2020, right before COVID hit, uh, right before George Floyd, right before a lot of people around the country, as well as locally, were taking to the streets um, for protest around Black Lives Matters, um, this organization was really created with a mission to celebrate, elevate, um, educate and advocate to create a a safe uh, and equitable world for um, BIPOC, which is Black, Indigenous, and people of color, as well as LGBTQ uh, folks um, in Nevada County. How does Refuge connect with Color Me Human? Great question. Thank you. Well, first, I want to acknowledge Celine Negrete, who is the general manager of the Onyx, for the partnership that she has made with nonprofit organizations throughout our area by taking um, movies at the Nevada Theater, where this will actually be hosted on Sunday night, and partnering with them to create fundraising opportunities. The ability to take a film, uh, and you're going to actually hear from one of the filmmakers, her name is uh, Din Blankenship. I'll be interviewing her after the screening on Zoom. She uh, will be joining us from Birmingham, Alabama, where she lives. So this movie tells a story really about, at a big macro level, uh, divisions in our country and how we have a Syrian Kurd uh, and a former Klansman uh, meet each other in a town called Clarkston, Georgia, and what it's like for those two individuals who come from very different backgrounds, very different political views, uh, get to know each other. And, and, and you know, at the end of the movie, a, a real message of hope for not only Clarkston, Georgia, but also for our country around this division that has been going on now for several years. So we're excited about it. Uh, As I said, it's a message of hope. Uh, 
empathy, compassion, really getting to know people for just being people rather than the tribes that we all have come to start to live in. You said that you were going to be interviewing one of the filmmakers after the screening, but I also saw that there was going to be something like a Q&A. Is that still going to happen? Correct. Yeah, so the format, uh, I want to make it interactive for the audience. I've um, obviously talked talked to one of the filmmakers. Again, her name is Den Blankenship. I've got half a dozen questions that I want to kick us off uh, with, but I'm going to uh, invite the audience. I'll have a couple of volunteers in the aisles of the Nevada Theater who have microphones. I really think it's more important to hear what's on the minds of the audience who come out on Sunday night to see the film and to get their their questions answered. So ample time for that. Uh, Doors open at 6.30, and the movie will start at 7. I'll be doing a brief introduction uh, before the movie, telling the audience a little bit about Color Me Human. We'll have a table uh, set up in the lobby with some of our materials, and people can get to know who we are. And then the movie runs about an hour and 15 minutes. Like I mentioned, we will have time at the end when Den Blankenship will be joining us on Zoom uh, for a dialogue with her. For KVMR, I'm Julia Jem. Up next, KVMR's Felton Pruitt interviews rockaboogie legend Mitch Woods. Woods is known for his plethora of piano styles, which he showcases with his band Mitch and his Rocket 88s. For three decades, the group has taken inspiration from the music of the late 40s and early 50s. We're talking with Mitch Woods. He's going to be playing at the Starlet Room in Harlow's in Sacramento coming up next Wednesday at 6.30 for the Blues and Bourbon gig, which is sounds like a good thing. Now, you and I don't know much about blues or bourbon, do we, Mitch? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a big blues man and uh, not necessarily bourbon, more, more wine man. No, but, yeah. So, yeah, I know plenty about bourbon. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, it's wonderful to talk with you. We were just mentioning that I don't think we've even talked to each other in about 20, 25 years. Been a long time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Back the old OT prices days. Exactly. But uh, I haven't stopped doing what I've been doing, and you certainly have not stopped doing what you do, which is the great boogie woogie piano. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no retiring for musicians, so I'm going to just keep on keeping on. It says here that you're going to be playing with Danny Sandoval on uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Danny has played with me. Uh, you know what I do? I have my Sacramento 88s, and pretty much what I do all around the country, around the world, is I work with local musicians, and, um, you know, I have my charts and everything, and everybody's played with me many, many times in every city. So Danny is part of my Sacramento uh, Rocket 88s, and he's dynamic, man. He just puts the gas in the gas tank, in the Cadillac. <laughs> well, that that's your band, Mitch Woods and his Rocket 88s. Now, where did you get the Rocket 88s from? That's obviously from something I would say going back to at least early 50s. Yes. Well, uh, I always tell a little story about it uh, on stage, so you have to come down and hear the story live. But just two things. Number one, the Oldsmobile Rocket 88 uh, came out in uh, the early 50s, late 40s. And that's the era of music that I love. It's really when rhythm and blues, uh, and jump blues were around, and it was starting to turn into rock and roll, really the birth of, birth of rock and roll. And then there's 88 keys on the piano, so a lot of people don't know that. And 
the song Rocket 88, which we do, some people consider the very first rock and roll song. And it was recorded in 51 with, uh, by Ike Turner and Jackie Brenston. So there's, uh, that's a lot of the reasoning behind the Rocket 88. There you have it. Now, I know that one of your main uh, favorites was Louis Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Louis Jordan was, you know, he inspired so many people. I mean, uh, and I, I was glad to be one of them. B.B. King claims an inspiration, uh, Chuck Berry, you name it. I mean, he was called the king of the jukeboxes back in the early 50s and late 40s, and he was a sax player, but he wrote humorous songs, which there's very little humorous songs out these days, and to me, it's a, I love it, and I write songs in that vein as well, and I model them a lot of them after Louis Jordan's stuff, so... You know, if you like Jump and Jive and, and Boogie Woogie, you know, that's 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 where we're bringing it. It's always high energy whenever you go see a Mitch Woods show. <laughs> Thank you. And we get lots of dancers. The swing dancers come out in force, you know. And So I get the blues crowd and the, the swing dance crowd, which is it's kind of a nice combination. Now, did I get a quote from you that you said Louis Jordan was the bridge between swing and rock and roll? Yeah, Absolutely. You know, he, like I say, he was at that era, just like the late 40s, early 50s, and um, with the honking saxophone and everything. And um, I would say that for sure. Like I say, he influenced Chuck Berry so much, uh, and he was the godfather of rock and roll. I used to put together promos for your shows back in the 80s and the 90s out in Santa Cruz at OT Prices. And I would call you the hardest working man in rock and roll because... I mean, you'd be there before the sound check. You'd be putting out little flyers on every table about your upcoming <laughs> shows and what you know, your upcoming album or whatever. And you just you work you work this. You know you know the business and you work hard. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, of course. These days, uh, I'm more on uh, social media than than putting out little flyers and everything. But that That's was social deal. media back then. That was the social was. media back then. It was. I've been through every version of it. You know, I. Had uh, I would do mailers, monthly mailings and stuff, make sure I get that out. Now I, I can send them out by uh, constant contact or whatever, you know. But yeah, you have to do that as a musician if you want to be successful and, and make a living, you know. So nobody's doing it for me. I'm doing it. <laughs> We're talking with Mitch Woods. Mitch Woods and his Rocket 88s are going to be playing at the Starlet Room at Harlow's in Sacramento coming up next Wednesday, March 29th, 6.30 show it's kind of an early show for you but then again we've gotten on in years a little bit <laughs> just a little bit yeah. it is an early show but you know it's not just me it's uh you know <laughs> the crowd and people i don't know you know especially during the week uh they're not staying out that late so i like it i think it's a it's a good little time slot and, and that's a great room we've played there a bunch uh you know with, with the blues and bourbon and uh, we got a good crowd comes out, so uh, I'm encouraging everybody to come out. I'm going to have a great, great band, and we're going to get the joint jumping. So now you've been doing this for, I don't know, pushing 40 years, more than 40 years. W what keeps the jump yeah. in your jive? <laughs> what keeps the jump in my jive? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, people have asked me that. I don't know. You know, I mean, no, I know. I love what I do. I mean, I love playing music. I love boogie-woogie. Uh, the choice of music that I do, I love, and uh, I love traveling. So these days I travel all over the world. You know, I'd be 
Uh, well, I'll be playing New Orleans Jazz Fest, and I'll be going to Italy this summer. That's what keeps the jump in my job. <laughs> 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 and the audiences. I mean, you know, when you get a good appreciative audience, it's nothing like that, you know. And that's that's what musicians live for, a lot of them. You're also a regular on the, uh, what is it, the Blues Cruise? Yeah, the Legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise. I've been doing that for like 20 years now already. And uh, basically, the, it's the best thing you could do with your clothes on, is what I say. It's uh, you know, a week-long cruise. They're doing two a year. The one in October goes out of San Diego to Mexico. And one, one in January goes out of Fort Lauderdale through the Caribbean. And uh, I started the piano bar, which I call Club 88, Mitch Woods Club 88, on the ship. I came on like 2000 as a special guest. And the promoter said, just do whatever you want to do, you know. And I saw there's a piano bar start playing in there. And pretty soon everybody came in. And one night I, at four in the morning, I said, you know, I would go all night there, actually. And everybody would come and sit in with me as well, you know, because you got a boatload of great, great musicians on there. And uh, about four in the morning, I said, I've had it. I got to go to bed, you know. And then I get a call from <laughs> from Tracy in the office. She goes, uh, get your ass down here. We got a full house, piano bar. So I come down in my pajamas and, and there's a sign up that says Mitch Woods Club 88. Somebody hand wrote. Uh, and that was the beginning, you know, and, and now it's become... Uh, a real venue. It's it's one of the most fun gigs on the ship, which is fun anyways. Yeah. Go to bluescruise.com if you want to check it out. Tell them Mitch sent you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you even put out an album uh, for some of those recordings. What was it, Jamming on the High Seas? Jamming on the High Seas, exactly. Yeah, which uh, that was great because uh, I had a captive uh, band. Uh, I had uh, Tommy Castro's on it, Papa Chubby, uh, Billy Brandt, Lucky Peterson, Roomful of Blues, uh, Dwayne Dupsey, Coco Montoya. It was just, it was a blast. So that's that's one of my albums, uh, Jamming on the High Seas with a C. So if people, <laughs> if people would like to find out more about where you're playing and what kind of music you're putting out, uh, give them websites and Insta whatevers and let them know how to yeah. reach you. Yeah. The best way I say is go to my website, which is very easy. It's just MitchWoods.com, W-O-O-D-S. You can get all my information there. It's got my uh, calendar on there. You can get on Bands in Town as well, and uh, I'm listed on there. And also Instagram, just uh, MitchWoods88. And you can find me on Facebook. Just look for a picture of me with the, my red suit on the Cadillac. Yeah, you'll find me there on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, all righty. We've been talking with Mitch Woods. He's going to be performing at the Starlet Room next Wednesday, 6.30 at Harlow's in Sacramento. Mitch, always a, always a fun time whenever you are around. Well, thank you. Thank you, Felton. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of my Sacramento friends uh, come out Wednesday night. That's our newscast for this Friday, March 24th. Connect with your community radio station by following along with KVMR's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. KVMR gets support from generous listeners like you. The KVMR Evening News is produced by KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza. 
Thank you so much for listening to my first experience hosting the evening news. You may have previously heard my voice as a part of KVMR's Youth News Corps, and it will soon be heard in Reno as I continue my journalism career at UNR this fall. Have a great weekend. I'm Liv Desatels, signing off.